babies. <laughs> you had a, a Native American seance in a church? Oh, no, it wasn't Native Americans. It was the Indians, the one with the... Uh... Oh, I see. Oh, so you're, con- you're confusing and combining. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. Got it. So, yeah, very. we've gone full Simple Minds uh, right from the get-go on this cold Excellent. open. So why do you say we start the show? Uh, the Simple Minds Sports Show, the uh, latest and greatest in New England sports. <clears throat> um, we'll start off with some opening takes. And, Bobby, I think it's been a minute since you've kicked off the show. So why don't you go ahead? we got blind opening takes tonight. We've not discussed Certainly. this. So go ahead. In the NBA playoffs, I think we have one interesting theme happening. The return of the big man. The teams that are succeeding in the NBA currently have the best centers, Jokic and Embiid. They're playing through them. They're clearly the best players on the team. The teams that have been playing traditional small ball, are they're kind of struggling now. And you could even say Anthony Davis with the Lakers. He's kind of the predominant big man. The Knicks uh, Heat Series, they kind of neither of them really play that. But it... Could it be a potential swing in how the NBA's played? You know, they play the inside out where they're either going to shoot dunks, layups, or threes, and they're facilitating the ball and getting the easy twos and helping pass for open threes. So it's an interesting um, change as to how basketball is being played. What an interesting take. Way to, way to uh, swing things uh, into the uh, intelligent spectrum as we uh, continue the Simple Mind Sports Show. Uh, Ray, why don't you dumb that down a little bit with your opening take? Thank you. Uh, first, there's two parts to my uh, opening take. One, prayers up for the young king, Hezbollah, who has been arrested over in Dagestan. Uh, we'll be talking about this a little later on, but we're talking politics. It's a no-no, but, I mean, when the king gets arrested for just driving his uh, mobile car around in Dagestan, <laughs> sons of bitches. I mean, prayers up. Hopefully the young king survives. And second part of my thing is, how dare you, Robert, not know who the fuck has All right, save it, save it for little troll. Save it for later, save it for later, boys. dweeb that's on the internet, okay? Simplest Minds, Minds of the, of the Week time. is at the end of the show, is at the end of the show. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, I don't know what your damn yeah. problem is with me, Ray, today, but if you want it, I'm here. um i'll tell you what i will uh i'll do uh, just a combination to to get this show rolling here i'll I'll give you celtics right off the bat jalen brown second team all nba uh something that uh celtics and fans have kudos uh, kudos jalen and also thank you ja (laughs) (laughs) thank you ja who just shit away 37 million dollars because you're an asshole um now both tatum also made first team nba uh, both these guys are, are eligible for super maxes. We can get into it down the line, but um, a question has been raised of whether they should or whether they will pay them. The Celtics would, whether they pay Jalen Brown, this is not a question. You've got two of the top 15 players in the NBA pay these fucking guys their money, pay that man his money. We'll get into that. And uh, just a little Patriots. Uh, last time we talked about the Patriots is specifically the draft. So I want to get back into the uh, uh, I- into the program a little bit more. And also we had some breaking news today from one Mr. Kraft uh, that we can touch on as well. Opening day at Foxborough is going to be a little bit more special this year. So we can yeah. touch on that as well. Uh, we'll be talking about the Celtics boofing it in game five, game six. Uh, as we currently record, uh, they're up 11, 37 to 26. Uh, in Philadelphia, so we'll talk about that series. We'll get back to the Supermax con- conversation. Patriots mailbag. I got a couple uh, conversation starters, but you guys bring whatever you want to this conversation. Uh, uh, did you know a brand new segment? Did you know a little trivia segment here coming up? Uh, are the Red Sox good? Would you rather in Simplest Minds of the Week? 
That's the show today. Welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday Rewind, May 12th. To your mothers. <laughs> to your mothers. All your mothers. All your mothers. My mother Joe always supports the mothers, so let's not forget that. My mother? They say uh, that we are like Zach Wilson in a way, that we all are motherfuckers on this show. <laughs> More ways than one. Yep. Props up, Irene. Uh, w Energy Drink is where you want to go to get your uh, hops up if you're going to uh, visit us on Tuesdays. That's W.GG. <laughs> Uh, get your uh, drinks, get your uh, gummies, get your shakes, whatever you're looking for. Whatever you're looking for, a little extra pep in your step. You want to go to W.GG and you want to type in promo code Simple Minds. That's Simple Minds, like the three of us motherfuckers. Simple Minds for 15% off your total order. All right. Uh, that's W.GG. All right, boys, let's uh, let's start Celtics. I got the game on behind me. I also got the game on in front of me. It is an important game. And uh, the Celtics have, let's just start with where they're at. We're in the second quarter, seven minutes into the second quarter. Sorry, seven minutes left. Um, they've come to play. It's just very fucking frustrating. Al Horford cannot really be on the floor. He's not playing particularly well. And considering he couldn't make a shot the last game. But I don't know who they replace him with. Grant Williams. That's yeah, an easy, I know. It's, that's an easy sub. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this though. Score. Um, look, I think uh, Al Horford was a little bit exposed, you know, in in certain parts of this of this series. Obviously, Game Five was evident, uh, both offensively and defensively. But I, I don't know. He's a centering point of their offense. If he can just deliver a couple buckets. I'm just watching now. I'm a little bit distracted. I'll stop watching so we can do the, so we can do the show. The Celtics are imposing their fucking will. Whether Al Horford yeah. is old or not, they're imposing their will because they're the better team. If they just could do this in game one and game five, the series would be over. But yet we still are left with this goddamn uh, inability to uh, sack up unless uh, you're up against the wall. It, when it when it takes an extra level of leadership or an extra level of of gamesmanship, whatever it might be, this team continuously falls short um, until their back's up, up against the wall. And then their talent takes over, and they win. It's like, it's really just really fucking frustrating to watch. I, that's why I <laughs> I deemed I hate this team months ago on this show. I hate them. I know we're talking about game five, but game four was more frustrating for me because Jalen Brown was cooking the first two quarters, and Jason Tatum was not. And yet we go into the second half, and poof, Jalen Brown just disappears, and all the all the takes go to uh, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Grant Williams, you name them, other than J- Jalen Brown. I don't know what the direction is where Joe Missoula is going, but if someone's hot, you just ride that hot hand as long as you can. And if Tatum's not doing it, fine, make him do other things on the court, facilitate the ball, get the rebounds, you know, get the assist that you need to. But, I mean, when Jalen's cooking, let this man cook, boys. Like, I don't understand what the fuck Joel Missoula is doing on this team. Bobby. His his main problem is they they can't ever come up with the correct defensive game plan. The Celtics have scored enough points to win every game, but there's they've had a couple games where they've just uh, dis- nay 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 Bobby they have not scored enough points to win every game. You son they, of a bitch! They've lost three of them. 
so they can't. I'm, they, I'm aware that they've lost the three games. Ray chose violence against Vine today. They put up enough Rachel. points to win a game, but however, defensively, they shit the bet. Okay, oh. that was the greater point. If you would have listened to the entire thing, dude wears yeah. one collar with no sleeves. He turns into a bigger cunt than he usually is. Unbelievable. <laughs> Well, the problem uh, is, is he actually was in church and had some time to contemplate his life instead of doing whatever the fuck he normally does all day. So yeah, now yeah. he's here with all these great ideas. Change the scenery, <laughs> baby. Doesn't change anything. Still contemplating my life. You got you, you, the, yeah, the, a glimpse of light at your actual uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> your, the possibility of what you could be. Your potential yeah. was was seen, and you're trying to reach it today. Yeah, good, good for you, baby. Jesus is nectar. Um, we can go a lot of places with this. Here's well, here's here's the thing that's been really chapping my ass lately. I Ray, you can back me up on this. I have been the biggest Jason Tatum uh, critic that 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 there is. I've been on this guy for years. I've been on him and what he needs to do and step up his game. I'm going to tell you this right now. This entire playoffs, minus the seven point game two dud in which the team won, he got into foul trouble early. He's been the best player, certainly for the Celtics, but marginally on both sides of the ball, most of the playoffs. He's been exactly what he needs to be. Um, a distributor at times. Um, he's in double digits and rebounds. He's uh, scoring when he needs to score. He He's not shooting well, but he's changed up his game to get to the rim. He shot 12 free throws, I think, in game, uh, game five. He was the only reason they were in that game. The Celtics shot like shit every single one of them, except for him and Smart um, and Brown to an extent. Jason Tatum should be getting no hate, should be getting no slack from this playoff run whatsoever. The dude has done what he needs to do. And that's a lot coming from me because I, I think he needs to be um, he, he needs to be, uh, you know, at another level. And he could certainly take it to another level. We've seen him do it. We saw it do, do it last year in game six in Milwaukee. Um, it looks like tonight as they're up 14, he may not need to. But it was just nice to see game five. They were getting their asses kicked. And I saw a different side of Tatum. It looked like he was trying to impose his will, his gumption on a game that his team needed him to, and he was actually coming through. So I got no problem with Tatum. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. No, I agree. Tatum, I don't think Tatum's been the problem. No. Okay, so let me switch gears to this and all these fucking cucks on the Twitter and the socials talking about Jalen Brown and to you a little bit of an extent there, Ray. Jalen Brown in, in these playoffs, in the most playoffs, frankly, is exposed not as a bad player, but as a one-dimensional offensive player. When Jalen Brown gets the ball, it's the Jalen Brown show. He's not a distributor. He's He can score. He can get to the bucket. He's electric in transition. Yeah. And when his three's on, he's a good shooter, but he's not a great shooter. He's a less. He's an average free throw shooter. He's been exposed as a one-dimensional offensive player. When he gets the ball, look out. Pick and roll. Give him some space. Let him try and score. But that's it. So when people are complaining about touches for Jalen Brown – the fucking offense stalls when he gets the ball. So you can't put the ball in his hands all the time. You just can't. His role should be to guard the, the other team's best perimeter player, shoot threes and slash. And that and that's it. He shouldn't do anything else. He should play that role. But he plays he plays this pseudo Tatum role where they kind of switch who's the guy. Yeah, and and that's right. And and when he's asked to do a little bit too much, look, I 
he's improved his game every single year he's been in the league. To say that he cannot be that player would be overstating it, but you already have that. You already have you have multiple, you have Tatum, Smart, Brogdon, White, all of those guys can be distributors. The offense continues has to continue to run through Tatum. I guess my greater point here is just stop bitching about Brown not getting the ball enough. If Brown got the ball as much as Tatum, and if Brown got the defensive assignments from the other team that Tatum got, Jalen Brown would not be an all NBA. He's he's benefiting from being a teammate of Jason Tatum. That's a fact. He's just not as good of a player. Or defensively, he's not as good of a player. Jason Tatum has imposed as well defensively as well. He's averaging like two blocks. So um, well, who's Tatum guarding on this Sixers team? Embiid? Mm, Mostly, yeah. But can I take this full circle real quick? Because, well, uh, what, what do you want to say? That J- that Jalen Brown guarded Harden? Didn't Harden go off no, 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 fucking no. points in both in two of these games? That's what like, I'm you want to give you want to give Jalen Brown uh, credit for defensively for game five? They got torched. No, I agree. Torched. I agree. But I want to go full circle. You say Jalen Brown's a one trick pony. He's one dimensional in the playoffs. You know, obviously, you know, he just does the same thing over and over. But in your opening take, you said he's going to get a supermax or NBA second team. He could get the supermax. Would you pay him if he's only this one trick pony? Yes, I'm not. He's not a one trick pony. He's one dimensional offensive player. He's a scorer. Sorry. He's not a distributor. Uh, Bobby put it uh, in a great way. Like know your role, and I think he does. I think my problem is just with everybody else, not with Jalen Brown. Yeah, and also you just if you're going to pay the guy, if you're not going to pay them, then what else are you going to do? You have to either get somebody equally as good or better, and you're probably not going to be able to do that. No, you won't. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so save that thought for a little bit. I want to do the Supermax in a second. I just want to go to who are we blaming um, for Bobby. game five? And inevitably, if Bobby, you wanna... go ahead, Bobby. Nope, stop. Richard, Bobby, uh, go ahead. That little rat face, Joe Missoula. <laughs> Him. Enough it's, said. It's his fucking fault. He sucks. <laughs> he doesn't know how to coach defense. Like, literally, it took him to game six to make one fucking change. One fucking change. In game five, literally, let me de- let me tell you what the 76ers offensive plan was. Joel, when you get the ball, either shoot it immediately or pass to Maxi. Okay. James, don't fucking shoot. Just dribble towards and then dish out. And then Tobias Harris, you're allowed to shoot. Everybody else, don't fucking shoot, especially you, PJ Tucker. That was the game plan. <laughs> it was really frustrating to watch. It was really frustrating to watch them continue to try to go to Al Horford. And even in the state, it was the second quarter. I remember it specifically because I was uh, taking mental notes. Robert Williams got in there and who's not known as a great on-ball defender, certainly not against a guy like Embiid, but he did better than friggin' Horford was doing in that game. And let's give Horford his credit. He had four blocks against him in whatever it was, game three, you know, the uh, overtime game. What game, what game was the overtime game? Four, three, four, 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 four. Um, so Horford has had his moments for sure. I I love me some Al Horford, but Robert Williams proved himself. Um, and, you know, maybe it takes Missoula a night because he's inexperienced. He can't see it on the floor. He can't see it. But how many times does how many times does Harden do Harden and Bede have to run the John Stockton pick and roll, pick and pop, and wide open shots for either Embiid usually or even if they crashed and Maxi's open and got 30 points in that game five. Yeah. Um, so Missoula's certainly on the list. He's certainly inexperienced. It's showing through. His colors are shining brightly. But let's not let the players off the hook. 
There was no defensive intensity. There was no resistance to start that game. Um, no fight. No nothing. Everybody, except for Tatum and Smart, in my opinion, started to fucking hang their head. And, you know, and, and this is the one trick pony thing to Jalen Brown. It's like when he tries to be the guy to kind of get him back in, he just puts his shoulders down and drives into the lane and tries to get a foul. And that that's not always what does it. It's not always what's needed. And then the rest of the guys the just didn't show up. It's a different thing. You can do that in the regular season, get away with it. How don't yeah, you bring up like game gonna... four, though? How don't you guys bring up game four when you didn't call timeout at the end of the fourth quarter when we were, uh, had a chance to take the uh, win the game? You know, it was like 30 seconds left, no timeout. He trusted his team to go, and then, you know, they blew that shot. And then in overtime, same thing. You know, after that big uh, three-pointer, didn't call a timeout again because he's trying to – the commentators kept saying, oh, he trusts his team to make the right decision. I just assume he doesn't know how to draw up a play on the spot. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think that's pretty fucking clear. It's starting to feel like that, isn't it? Yeah. He has no confidence to draw up a set. I, it's, I don't It's know. scapegoating his players a little bit, and um, that's the skeptic's view. Here, Here's uh, – uh, we've chatted about this on the, on the text chain a little bit. So at the end of the fourth quarter – Look, results speak for themselves. Tatum drew drew all the defense, got Marcus Smart a wide open shot. He just hit two possessions before, and he front he barely front rimmed it. Like you're gonna argue with the results? I can't. In overtime, here's what I'll tell you: you had you just had that exact situation five minutes before. A little bit different. You're actually down. You're down a point now in overtime. You were tied in regulation. When you're down a point. It's way different than when you're tied. You have to extend the game. You have to push the game forward. You have to turn that 16 seconds and do three possessions for you through timeouts and through and through ball management and through time and and that's where he fucked up. Overtime's where he fucked up. That and also not getting Marcus Smart off the court when you need an offensive bucket. Call a timeout. Let me let's see Derek White or Peyton Pritchard or someone who can shoot because the off-ball defender is crashing on Jason Tatum, and it's constantly Marcus Smart's guy because they know he can't shoot. That's why Jalen Brown never gets the ball because they double Tatum, they double the off-ball to Jalen, and who's left open? Marcus Smart. So, um, yes, for those two reasons, he absolutely should have called timeout in overtime. And if you want to extend that, extend that to um, uh, to the fourth quarter, fine, but they were tied. So it's a little bit different. I agree with that. That's a good point. He did come out and say, I should have called timeout in overtime. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. everyone was bashing him about it. Oh, I mean, I'll give him, he's, he's made adjustments through the season. We'll give him credit. We'll see if it comes up again. It certainly is bound to, um, whether the Sixers make a comeback here in this game or, you know, you got game seven at home, which the Celtics are uh, like three and seven or something in mm. uh, playoff home games last 10 games or something really bad like that yeah it's pretty bad pretty bad um okay uh let's just quickly jump into the supermax uh jalen brown is now set next year um or they can offer it to him this year but uh five year 295 million dollar extension tatum would have to wait to the next year to get a five-year 318 million dollar extension should they pay brown Will they pay Brown? Will Brown stay? 
Raymond. Question question for you real quick. If he doesn't take it from the Celtics, what is the price differential? 189 or something. You'd be so a dumb motherfucker to not yeah. take that goddamn money. Sign not, it, not, a, it. not a single NBA player has turned down the Supermax since it's been invented, whatever it was, uh, six I, years ago or something. You, and they would, you know why? Because they take it and then play it for a year and say, I want out. See you later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, then you go to your way team. Out later. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. That's what I see happening. He will sign it. He will stay here for a year, yeah. maybe two. And that's it. Yeah. See you the fucking And he'll call later. email and be like, so how, what did you do to get out of here? Oh, that's easy. I can do that. Mm. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. I mean, three, look, three years, because that's what it would be if Jalen Brown takes an extension. The Supermax comes with one year of no trade. So um, he can't force his way out, Player and the yeah. team can't trade him. So that would be three years. You, you give me three more years with Tatum and Brown? Fucking, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he forces his way out or not. If he forces his way out, that means <laughs> things are bad, and he probably should. Um, and he, if he doesn't, that means things are good. Um. Should they pay him? Is he worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Top 15 play in the NBA. Yeah. To Bob's just, point, again, because there's no other way to get an asset of equal value. Mm-hmm. Unless you could trade for it and somebody wants to give you a player that's equal. There's not uh, many players that I would take in return for Jalen Brown. No, we've done this before, but... Yeah, it's a small yeah. list. There's a very small list. Um, uh, Colin Cowherd. Cowherd? Cowherd? Uh, proposed a what was it, Jordan, Jordan Poole and Wiggins for Brogdon, Brogdon and Brown? Yeah, nope, pass. Like, you need that, need there also needs to be two first round picks <laughs> coming mm. to the Celtics in that deal, I think. Yeah, but the Golden State would be great, you'd be getting a 30th pick. Who fucking yeah, cares? they would need like they would need to get, like, I would think, like an all star, like four, like an all star big forward, like somebody that's like 6'10 that doesn't have redundant skills to Tatum. Yeah, that that's where my mind's been at. If if so, here's the next question: Does Brown sign it? Does Brown stay? Yeah, I mean, if he's if it's a hundred million dollar difference, I mean, that's the, crazy. the money the money would suggest that he's going to stay. Um, if for whatever reason his principles or whatever else comes into play, or maybe he just really wants to go, um, you know, bang some hookers in Houston with Ime, then yeah, I I look to if you're going to trade him, then. I'm not looking for Jalen Brown in return. I'm looking for somebody um, that's playing on a, in a different role position. Gen, a big guy would be would be ideal. I'd go with a true point guard. Point guards don't win championships unless your name's Curry. You don't they think just a pudgy, pudgy doughboy, as in a Luka Doncic, could uh, help win this uh, championship here? Oh, I take Luka. No, no. no. You don't want Luka. No, he's literally gaining weight as we speak right now. It's the <laughs> off season. Do you think that he's training? No, literally no, he's what he's doing is just ingesting 800 pound IPAs like at the, at this very moment. <laughs> Luca would be the next great white hope of Boston. I mean, maybe if he, plays, I... if he plays power forward, then fine. Maybe here's okay. the reason why I like Luca <laughs> is because he can hit the shot at the end of the game that Tatum can't. Yeah. That's why I like Luca. No, that's what Jimmy Butler's here to do. Okay, still working on that. Um, <laughs> all right, that was a lot of Celtics talk. Uh, as we're speaking, they've uh, lost the lead going into overtime. Ray, what's the uh, current score? No, they didn't. 50 to 43. Yeah, so they're up seven. They were up 14. So you said they lost, lost the lead. They've lost the, they've blown a 14 point lead and cut it down to seven going into halftime. That's not how you want to end a quarter. Uh, 
half in, in an elimin- elimination game. Thank you. No. Um, speaking of ending halves, let's throw it over to you. Uh, quick Celtics update. After game six, the unthinkable has happened. The Celtics have come back and forced the game seven at home. It's actually not very unthinkable. It's very predictable. This team makes it as hard as possible for uh, anything that they look to do, any achievement they look to uh, to accomplish. Um, they went in there and didn't play their best game, kind of played like shit, but defensively showed up. Robert Williams got the start, was a major difference in the pick-and-roll defense against Embiid and Harden. Um, 76ers didn't shoot the lights out uh, for the first time in two games. That helped. Um, and Jason Tatum was uh, playing one of the worst games of his career, certainly his playoff career, to the last four minutes of the fourth quarter, where he carried 13 points uh, to put the team on his shoulders and carry them to victory. Um I'll repeat what I said uh, last night when we recorded about Jason Tatum. The dude's showing up, and he's grown before our eyes. He's grown a set of nuts that we didn't think he would have. Didn't think Dookie grew him down there, the Dookies. Um, but to shoot as poorly as it played poorly as he did for three quarters, three and a half quarters, uh, and then come out with that big performance, 13 points in the fourth quarter, um, and a couple dagger threes. What more do you want from your superstar? What more do you want? So game seven on Sunday, depending on the Lakers' outcome, will be uh, 3.30 or 8 p.m. The Sixers are reeling. Doc Rivers is already making more excuses. Uh, Embiid is bitching about knocking the ball in the final four minutes. It's a battle of two teams that feel like they don't want to win at this point. But hopefully the Celtics can take the momentum and uh, the Garden should be rocking on Sunday. And we'll see if they can carry it over and get to the Eastern Conference Finals where they belong. It would be such an underachievement for them to blow this Game 7. We've already had a Game 7 loss in the Garden uh, within the month. We don't need another one. Uh, strap up, Tatum. Let's start off strong next game, shall we? Uh, that's your Game 6 recap, Celtics. Uh, 76ers. Headlines with the obvious one. Thank you, Richard. And this is one's going to be a short one because there's not a lot, but... Uh, the Celtics dropped games four and five to the 76ers and are on a must-win game tonight as we record, as we just said, 50-43 to 43 at halftime in Philadelphia. Red Sox beat the Braves 5-2, to two and Canley Jensen got his 400 save in the process, joining the exclusive 400 save club that only seven pitchers are a part of. And finally, the NFL schedule is released there, uh, today, and the Patriots will have a guest of honor week one against the Philadelphia Eagles for their home opener, the Goats. Tom Brady. This has been Headlines. Back to you there, Richard. Thank you, Raymond. Um, that's right, Tom Brady. Tom, Tom fucking, fucking Brady. Brady. Uh, let's do a little uh, Patriots mailbag if you would I, I had a couple subjects here we can go on but let's start with the brady the brady news uh robert Kraft slurred his way through the uh i think it was <laughs> nfl network this morning that he was on that was bad god damn that dude's gonna shit in that he can't talk um he's old but he did announce that brady would be uh in the stadium for their home opener against the nfc reigning champion philadelphia eagles uh, to celebrate him, that's basically where it ended, right? They, they oh, didn't say they were going to re- be 
There's 20 years of celebration for this man who's done everything for Gillette. There's been 100 years of NFL, and Tom Brady's been a champion for 20% of the seasons or something like that. And he's going to, yeah, but he didn't say that they were going to retire his number or do anything like that. But he did say that there would be multiple celebrations. Yeah, he indicated this was only the first. God, what do you think about that? Love it. Can't sell you can't sell tickets it's with such Mac a Jones. Fuck snip snapper sell, on this Ray. Can't, you, sell, can't sell jerseys with Mac Jones, can't sell tickets, but bring back Brady. You know that fucking opening game is gonna be everyone will be there. That stadium will be packed. Standing room, the fucking new video board scoreboard is gonna be uh unveiled. Oh man, what a way to do it with fucking Tom Brady on there. And then you're gonna have to see a shitty performance and the Eagles are gonna stomp down our fucking throats. Yeah, I mean, they could have picked a game where the Patriots could have potentially won. Because There's not a lot of those, Bobby. There's not a lot of those. Well, against schedule. the Eagles is in one of them. No. But, I mean, I don't know. Whatever with Brady. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously going to happen. But, like, I don't want to sit here all, all year and just watch them, like, dick ride Brady, like, every month. Like, I do. Bring back I don't the dr- want bring... to watch that. Like, oh. I don't want it. Like, I, I'm, like, over Brady. I'm over it. Like, he left. Like, that was three years ago. Like, I love the guy, but, like, I don't want to, like, I don't, I'm not looking to relive it. No. I am. I, I am. The more that I think about when I first heard it, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, because there was not, there was never a, a real proper send-off for Brady. Um, the Titans game, pick six to end his career. No one knew if he was coming back or not. Everyone, you know, playoff game ending. And then the uh, when he came back with Tampa, they booed him, which was great. Um and that was a semi goodbye, not really. So to have to have an immersive, uh, thank you, sixty thousand people strong. Thanks, Brady. It's gonna be it's gonna be a moment. It's gonna be a really cool it, yeah, moment. 100%. But the more I think about it, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. If you want no. that moment, do the whole thing. Retire the jersey, like bring all of his bring all of his teammates out, like make it an actual. Like one time, really massive fucking event. What it sounds like is they're gonna trot him out on the field to flip the fucking coin, put him up in the booth, and then pull us along on a string until the next, till they retire his number or they put his fucking gold cleats up there in Foxborough, whatever. He gets the red jacket. They're just gonna keep pulling the string with the whole goddamn Brady thing. And I don't want that. I want him to be Larry Bird. It's like retire, get your number. I don't want to fucking see you again. Yeah, I'm back in 10 years, like when they win the Super Bowl or something. I disagree with both of you because, man, there is nothing to look forward to with this team. You're such an asshole. No, They're I'm good. not such an asshole. Tell you know I fucking bring this guy in? He's God. He was God. Every guy knew him. No, what do you want to do? You want to live in the past? You want to yes, live I in the do. fake past? Yes, Ray, do you understand do. that Tom Brady does not give a fuck about you? Okay? And he I doesn't don't care, care. Bobby. I don't care. Fuck. I don't care. First of all, come back. If he found out about you, he would literally throw up in his mouth a little bit. Okay? No, he wouldn't. Hold on. No, I guarantee that he would. No, he would look at him. He would look at him as a cash cow for pliability and uh, supplements. First of all, he'd look no, at that bundle no, no, and he'd be no, like, no, "What no, a queer!" No. He he would not <laughs> let me on his supplement routine because it would fail miserably with me on it. I just I don't want to do the whole Brady thing. I don't want to do the whole Brady thing. I want to be better than that. I want them to be better than that. And honestly, I think they will. I think the team will be more interesting this year than Tom Brady coming back to Gillette to wave his hand. Like yeah, What's interesting princess. is watching football games, not watching retired players walk around and talk about what happened. It's going like, to be five minutes of, euf- of, of past euphoria 
yeah, keep talking. Keep going. <laughs> Hold on, keep going. Keep going. What else? What else is they going to show? Here's something to remember. How close was Randy Moss to catching that ball in 2007? Did it go down? No. Did it go down? No. There you go. There's some of those memories, too. Exactly. Some of those are all in, mixed in there as well. Wes Welker. Douchebag. Yeah, you maybe know who just... won't be there? Giselle, that fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you won that one, Ray. Maybe she just uh, shows up. She just uh, parachutes in. <laughs> just, just come down the whole way, just like that to Brady. My husband cannot accept this approach by himself. Yeah. yeah. The uh, jiu-jitsu instructors like uh, contorted around her the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> With his D <clears throat> firmly inserted. Uh, <laughs> let's switch gears here. Speaking of inserted, Billy O'Brien is uh, inserting his uh, rough, tough guy, big, tough guy, uh, strong-willed. Bill O'Brien, I don't think, I think, do people forget what Bill O'Brien was? Bill O'Brien was kind of an asshole. Bill O'Brien is a strong-willed football coach. Um, and it seems like by all reports, that's what he's trying to come back come and instill again within the uh, the Patriots offense. The latest report was around the wide receiving core, and they had a little lackadaisical under uh, Patricia. Go figure. There was not a lot of attention to detail, if you would. <laughs> and O'Brien's quote was, if you can't do it right, you're going to be sitting next to my ass on the sideline. Uh, your thoughts. We haven't talked a lot about O'Brien coming in. Just uh, your thoughts on that that kind of quote and what he's going to bring to this offense. Go ahead, Bobby Bukaki, because you're the uh, college football expert. Well, I, I assume, I mean, two of the receivers that played primary roles were already gone, and Myers and Aguilar, and obviously they had a part in this. He, he could be talking to Kendrick Bourne because obviously – he was relatively sloppy last year. Taekwon was a rookie in Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Parker. Well, Juju Smith-Schuster wasn't here, Devontae Parker. I don't know if that was his problem or not, but pretty much he's he's probably... I, I don't know if he's also backing up Belichick and saying, well, it wasn't exactly the plays. The players were fucking up. So I, I don't know if that's what that was too. But either way, he's just laying a new... He, he's setting a new foundation saying, we're going to do things exactly how I say them or there's going to be repercussions. But, I mean, I'm sure Patricia said that too, so it's just normal coach speak. I don't think Patricia did say it. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I bet you didn't. I think that... I think Patricia walked in with his eyes closed, not knowing what the fuck he was doing, and just basically was asking for help. Um, but anyway, that that's beside that. I, I have a little... I have a nugget that I want to go off of what you just said, Ray, uh, Bobby. But, Ray, did you, do you have any uh, thoughts on... Billy O'Brien putting his foot down here with the new offense. I've seen it. It's a thing as old as time. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop, Bill Belichick. Bad cop, <laughs> Billy O'Brien. Man. Belichick's I, not good cop, you stupid bastard. He's he's, he's, he's changed, What the hell man. are you talking about? He's changed. <laughs> you stupid bastard. You know that Bill Belichick has changed his ways. He's not the same coach as he was in that 20-year run. He's he's the more of a trying to take He's literally the exact same fucking oh. person. He yeah. does the exact He might be worse. Shit. He might be worse. I think he's Can letting I, the, I he think he's letting the quarter like eight it. guys that only play special teams. Can I give you a real good cop backup? Belichick is the bad cop here. Uh, and this goes into uh, a little bit of chess first checkers for you Belichick Bobos, Ray. Uh, listen up. Let's see if the table rises on this. 
directly, immediately after the draft, first press conference, first press outing after the draft, Bill Belichick went out there and for the first time in months, almost a year, actually mentioned Mac Jones's name when asked <laughs> about him uh, in a pretty shitty way. He said, look, he's been our quarterback and he's not our quarterback. We'll see how it goes, basically. But he said, Mac's our quarterback, hasn't mentioned his name for months. And a lot of the scuttlebutt around the beat guys from the Patriots is Bill Belichick was trying to uh, circle the wagons around the league, trying to get them to think that he was going to trade Mac Jones or and or draft a quarterback within the uh, in the NFL draft. In doing so, fuck with the heads of the uh, of the teams around him and and who they drafted and what they were going to do. And uh, I'll just piggyback on the uh, O'Brien thing. Are they now after a several month long slog of dragging Mac through the mud? pumping his tires a little bit with O'Brien saying, look, the wide receivers were trash last year. It wasn't Mac's fault. It wasn't the coaching fault, but we're going to come in here and we're going to do things right now. And Mac's on the same board the same page. And yeah, we can say his name because now he's our quarterback. Chess versus checkers. Just saying. Nothing raised on me. Feels like 98 all over again. 98. No, that's when it was. <laughs> <laughs> Bledsoe didn't do anything for you in 98 either? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> no. Okay. Uh, that's all I have for the mailbag. You guys got anything else on the top of your heads on the Patriots Patriots side of things? What a yeah, yucky just... schedule real quick, Gobby. Sorry. The schedule came up. Yucky. I'm not, I'm not for it. No real. Uh, elaborate. Just... A little, elaborate a little more. It just seems like it's, it's, like, schedule. it's just a very bland schedule. Not really anything that you could circle and be like, oh, this is going to be a good game. It's just meh. It's the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the NFC East, and you finished third, so you have third place teams yeah. across the other divisions that you're playing. Yeah, just say meh. I'll say meh. When I looked at the schedule, uh, and I didn't get the full schedule, but you got the home and aways. Yeah, mm-hmm. I found ten oh. wins, fairly easy. You want to do it next show? Next show. <laughs> okay, we'll do it. Well, next we can show. do it now. We can do it now. We can do it today. Perfect. I'll get my ledger. You, you the fucking ledger. You strike this uh, new uh, show up, and let's fucking do it. I have the I have the schedule right here. Okay. When we come back, we're gonna do an impromptu um, Patriot schedule wins loss for the first time. We're gonna do this multiple times. It's gonna be like the mock draft from Tom. Yeah, it'll be multiple. There'll be so many different records. <laughs> yeah, be a lot of different records. This will be the first of the bunch. But I, uh, we'll, we'll be right back with the uh, with the schedule. <laughs> Um, okay. Get that schedule. Do you have the schedule, Rim? Yes, I do. Okay. And is it, it's not all released. It's just home and away. No, it's all released. No, it's all out now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock it came out. So I have every week, uh, going forward. So go ahead. All right. Uh, majority rules. So Uh, majority can rule. I'm sure I'm going to come out of this on the losing end with you pessimistic fucks. Uh, and, uh, no, no uh, faith in my boy Mac, but uh, we'll see how it goes. It'll be the first time. It'll be the first time of our uh, Todd McShay mock draft this is, schedule. This is 1.0. 1. 1.0. 1. 1. 1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Week 1.0. I'm going to keep track of all of ours, so then we can actually go by when the season plays out and see who actually 
was most correct, which would probably be me or Bobby. But anyways, right. week one, uh, at home, Philadelphia Eagles. It's a loss. That's a loss. Loss. Okay. <clears throat> uh, week two, home against Miami. I'm going to go with a win. Win. I'm going to go loss. All right, so that's that. Uh, week three. I just give you my. They're going to split against Miami. So whether that's a no, win or... you can't foreshadow. No, shut the fuck up. You, we'll get there. Uh, week three at New York Jets. Win. I go win. I go win. That's their first one of the season. I think right there. Week three. Cool. Uh, week four at Dallas. Win. Loss. I go win. Thank you, Raymond. Yes, sir. Uh, week. Uh, one, two, three, four, five against New Orleans. Win at win. home. At home. Yep. Win. 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 Nice job, boys. Uh Thank week you. six. Vegas. Win. At, uh, at Vegas. Win. Win. Loss. Daniel's arrow is pointing down, my friend. Jimmy Garoppolo could suck a dick. He'll be hurt. All Sorry, right. no projecting. Uh, uh week seven against Buffalo at home. Loss. 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 Very good. Uh, week eight uh, at Miami. Loss. Loss. They're splitting it. Loss. They're not going to beat Miami. Two is undefeated against the Patriots. Uh, week nine at Washington. Win. Oh, no. Versus Washington. Win. Oh, uh, Washington's at home? No, we're at home. The Patriots home. Yeah. Against the Commanders. Damn. Yeah. I was going to fight you guys down for a real shindig. Oh, that's very nice of you. Maybe we can come down for another game. No, thanks. <laughs> week 10 in germany against the colts Woo! win win colts win. don't travel well win especially overseas uh week 11 bye week uh week 12 uh at new york giants win win loss big daniel jones fan over there Oh, I just think they have the better offense. They might uh, come out with, based on what we're doing right now, they might get thir- 13 at wins out of this exercise. I think I think I have them at 7-4 and four right now. Uh, week 13, uh, versus the Chargers at home. Win. That's a loss. That's a loss. Belichick owns that fucking ass. Belichick owns that ass. How many times <laughs> did they beat him? How many times? I don't know. A lot. Uh, week 14, at the Steelers. This is actually the only question mark I have. Um, I'm going to go win. I don't have a lot of confidence in the gloved, the gloved hero over there in Pickett. Small hands, Pickett. Yeah, I feel win. like this could be a game that actually decides on if they make the playoffs or not. Now that I go through it, um, and I say win. Uh, I go win. Uh, week where are we? Fifteen uh, against the Chiefs at home. Not bad, L. Loss. That's they're not gonna win that game. Uh, week sixteen against the at Denver. Big fat loss. Ooh, I'm gonna Woo! go win. Win. I'm going win as well. I'm gonna win against old fat ass Russell Wilson. Probably won't even be in at that point. Uh, week sixteen against the or no seventeen against the uh, Bills at Buffalo. Loss. That would be a loss. And then they finish against the Jets at home. Win. Yeah. Win. Yeah, I got a win too. All right, talk amongst. But that's like twelve. All right, talk amongst yourselves while I tell. Well, Bobby was counting too. He has all. I, 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 I went to nine and eight. He doesn't understand the uh, 
the power of the of the ledger. No one else is allowed to keep track except for the ledger. Well, the ledger, ledger didn't keep track because now he has to count it up. So the ledger didn't do shit. Well, this is the power of the ledger. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, He's got man. a real fucking Kenny Powers vibe going on with that, with that shirt, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. It it's going to be a lot of blood, sweat, and magic when we get this fucking shit done. Yeah, Are you still counting? Too bad. This schedule is not terrible. There's 10, right. there's, there's 10 wins on that. All right. So you can find, you can find 10 wins. I and have that's them. not even them winning a game they actually against a better team, which they right. that's just years. winning some That's just winning the games that they could or should win. That's All not right. including like splitting the bills or happening to beat, you know, a Chargers, a Chiefs, or somebody like that. Right. Two of the three of us are realists on this show. One of us is a delusional fuck. All right. I have them going eight and nine. Bobby oh. has them going nine and eight. And someone, I'm not saying names, has them going fucking twelve and five. Twelve and five <laughs> is sounds good. What's the <laughs> what's what's the mean there? What do you mean? Well, what's 12 plus 9 plus 8 divided by 3? 12 plus 9 plus 8. Hush now, Bobby. Nine. Hush now. That's uh, <laughs> that's 9 wins. Well, 9 point something. We round up 10. Thank you. What's the over-under for Vegas odds right now? Got to be 7, 6 or something. 7 and a seven half. Is it 7.5? Ooh, slam the over, baby. Slam the yeah, over. I would take the over of 7.5. You have 7.5. Okay, we've done a lot of Patriots talk. It's not <laughs> even football season, but just the the uh, I'll just reiterate one more time with my cap with my C Captain C of the Mac Jones Club. Do you, you forget what they were with Mac Jones as a rookie, and do you forget how delusional it was to bring Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in to coach offense in the NFL in 2022? Pick me, Raymond. Are you living in the past, you delusional fuck? No, I'm you want looking... to trot? You want to trot out videos of Mac Jones from years ago and watch that <laughs> bullshit? Huh? Was that gonna make the table rise up on you, motherfucker? Huh? No. We live in the present. We don't fucking go back in time. We live in the present day. Twelve and five. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> There's a there's a um, a hidden rage in me that hidden. It's not hidden. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. There's a su- fine. There's a suppressed rage in me. Yeah, that's there better. there is a a handful of people that lights it on fire. <laughs> Ray Raymond is Raymond is on top of the list. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And Thankfully, the number one I... thing that does that is when he in any way insinuates <laughs> that he knows something that you don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Come on. I never do that. Whether it's true or not. <laughs> All the time. Well, and if it's actually true, it's then worse. It's, it's way it's worse. Completely. <laughs> 10 oh, out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, won't hear about worse. You won't hear the end of it for a month. I'm just yeah. uh, to have the Sixers shot uh, over 45% since. Uh, very anymore? close, 43. 43. And understood. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> Luckily, I get to take it all out in your mother on Tuesday nights, so I get over it. Uh, quick uh, new segment here. Uh, new segment. We'll burn through this one pretty quick. A little fun segment here called a trivia, but we're going to call it Did You Know? 
uh, it's be relative to the uh, common day. Uh, maybe some old trivia as well. Bring in some "Are you smarter than a trash can?" type of uh, questions from time to time. Maybe. Uh, let's just do this. Just a little fun, just to bring the tempest down, just to bring it down, just a touch. Okay. Uh, we'll start with this. Did you know the 2023 Patriots have signed a tight end named Blumpkin? And for those of you who are not familiar with the term, I would turn it over to uh, WPB to just give us a quick synopsis of the definition of Blumpkin. Uh, it is when one person is taking shit while receiving fellatio. Didn't Double G Burger get that at one point? Oh, in his- he did. Oh, yeah. Didn't stop talking about it forever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Of the chocolate variety. Uh, Johnny Blumpkin, <laughs> a.k.a. Johnny Lumpkin, uh, from uh, Louisiana, six foot six, 260 pounds. That's all I got. All I got on him is his actual, his real name is Lumpkin. He's only going to be known as Blumpkin, and he's probably not going to make the team. But no, probably the there's no chance. You made the Simple Mind Sports Show, Johnny. So good on you, baby. Uh, did you know that the original Star Wars trilogy actor David Prowse played the body of Darth Vader, but he did not didn't know that his voice was going to be dubbed over by James Earl Jones until he saw the film, one of the ultimate cuck jobs in all of film history. George Lucas, them. what a cunt. Imagine being that guy. Just here it comes, but, babe. Here it comes the reveal. Yeah, he probably sounds like an asshole, yeah, right? Bro. Or he probably talks like Bill. <laughs> so it's like, like the producers the like same. heard his voice. You know, like, oh, this guy sounds like a dweeb. <laughs> yeah. Look, hey, look, yeah. I'm your father. <laughs> You're a bitch, Dad. <laughs> uh, I got a couple more here. Did you know? Uh, now this, these, this one's for you, right? Did I you know? I did the, know this. You did know this? Yeah. Of course you did. It's plumbing related. These are plumbing facts. Yeah. I will is, always, uh, in this segment, I will always have a plumbing fact. Oh, interesting. You're welcome. Don't give me the answers. Just give me the questions. See if I can answer it. Okay. But you know this one because you already yeah, looked at it. I did know it. this one. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, a, this would, then it would be uh, true trivia. It wouldn't be a did you know. And we're doing this for the people, not for you. So yeah, 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 of course. Stop being so fucking selfish. Did you know uh, the flushing toilet was invented by John Harrington in 1596, uh, which is where we get the nickname, quote, the John, if you're sitting on the John. We also call the toilet the crapper because Thomas Crapper, who widely increased the popularity of it. Unclear how, but he did. So there you go. John Harrington and Thomas Crapper. And what lastly, to do to increase the popularity of a toilet. I mean, what was the more popular option that the toilet wasn't popular on its own? This is these. This is a good question, and maybe you know what the maybe black we'll plague have... was caused by not having a toilet because people would throw their feces out in the streets, and that's how the black plague came about. Uh, that was actually called caused by mice and squirrels. You can check out a little podcast called uh, That's Debatable to learn more about that. You can find it on Apple and uh, wherever you get your podcast. 
Uh, last, did you know, we could bring it back to the sports here in the Red Sox, our next quick segment. Tom Yockey was not only a racist, but he was also a cheap dick. According to legend, the Red Sox owner was walking down Lansdowne Street in downtown Boston when he noticed that all of the restaurants and bars lined along the street had an up- unobscured view of the ballpark. Determined not to let anyone watch the Red Sox for free, Tom Yockey ordered the construction of the wall tall enough to stop passerbyers from stealing a peek at the game. And now you have the green monster in which they have put seats for upwards of $400 a piece. And the, uh, the cuntyism continues to grow. Dollar, boy. dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Um, real quick, we're going to do a Red Sox segment right after this. We'll be right back. Bobby, get a warm glass of milk. Nice little <laughs> shuffle. And take a nap. This is actually going to go very quickly. Excellent. Here's the question. Are the Red Sox good? Mm. You must be at least pleasantly surprised. Uh, based off of your meltdowns. I haven't. Or are you actually <laughs> angry that they're winning games? You're fucking I'm a angry little bit angry games. that the, I'm a little bit angry that it's actually I know working. you are because you wouldn't fucking. <laughs> yeah, I knew you are. I'm a little bit uh, angry that things are actually working and the, the youth movement are starting to actually, here's what, here's what actually is um, a positive sign. The youth movement is actually uh, starting to contribute a bit. Cassis is hitting, had a big home run against the Braves. I mean, they just beat the Braves two, uh, two games against Braves at least. Um, It was the best team in the NL. You know, they had eight, nine game winning streak before that beating legitimate competition, four game sweep against the Blue Jays, which is, you know, nobody saw that coming except for me because Toronto's a fucking loser town. You can never count on the goddamn Blue Jays. Look at the Maple Leafs. Uh, so you got Brian Bayo who went six innings strong against the Braves. Cassis had a big hit. Um, uh, Matuzaka had a master hit, hitting streak. He's now he's over 300. Jaron fucking Duran switched his hips or whatever the fuck he did, and now he can hit all of a sudden. And the rest of his athletic ability is coming into play. So yeah, you've got. And Verdugo has, I don't know, four walk-off hits or home runs already this year, which is crazy. Endeavors is being Endeavors. So it's a little frustrating, but if this was the plan, then I'm okay with that as being the plan. My frustration with Bloom the whole time was, if your plan is a youth movement, show me your youth. And um, up until now, it is is not transpired. But it looks like maybe they're they're trying to turn a corner. Baseball's a long season. This is a short sample size. We'll see if they can keep it up. Speaking of keeping it up, turn around. Yeah. Uh, has a lead been diminished, Ray? Yeah, it's 62-60 now. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that. Uh, a, little, a couple more Red Sox notes. Kenley Jansen picked up his fourth, 400th save for the Red Sox. Snaps. Um, that's it. That's it. It, it. It's a completely unproven team outside of the veterans who are either old or themselves really wildly inconsistent. Kiki Hernandez, you know, comes to mind or uh, Turner, you know, on the old side of things, Kenley Jansen himself is pitching well, but like it's a long fucking season. You got, you got to prove it the whole time and you have to hold up the whole time. Starting pitching will always be continue to be a question mark. 
they just brought James Paxton back, who hasn't pitched in three years. Chris Sale is up and down after not pitching for several years. I don't know. I, I'm I'm still just like, I don't know. Continue to prove it to me. Continue to prove it to me. And wouldn't it be nice? They're they're doing this all still without a major league shortstop on the roster. Wouldn't it be nice to have Xander Bogart's 285 double digit home runs? Isn't he on a hit streak himself over there in uh, Santiago? He's playing pretty well. Instead of Trevor Story, he's fucking about. Hmm. Fucking about with his stupid dead arm. Hmm. Weird. I knew I could could drag that segment down. I knew I could do it. (laughs) Uh, Afternoon Delight and a Would You Rather, and then a Simplest Minds of the Week to end the show. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon Delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Okay, Rhett, you've got some would you rather some back into this, Raymond? <laughs> okay. Uh, here's some sports ones for you. I'll bring you. Would you rather, and I'll explain this one a little further right after. Would you rather be a fan of Larry Bird uh, during the big three, uh, mid to late 80s, in his prime, three championships in your prime? whatever you consider that to be, to be a partying prime or witness what basically we witnessed basically in our prime in the, in the Tom Brady greatness. Would you rather be in Boston in the mid to late eighties in your twenties without a care in the world, watching the Celtics kick ass against the Lakers or essentially what we did with Brady? What we did with Brady. Yeah. No hesitation. I think I'm taking. I think I'm taking. I think I'm taking Larry Bird. Why? Why is that? Because the '80s were a reckless, fucking ruthless time. You're you in just want to go back there and be able to say whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> yeah. and do whatever you yes. want. It yes. has nothing to do with Larry Bird. It's just about you fucking running wild, doing whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention to the question. Yeah. <laughs> The Benjamin Benjamin twenty two in the mid eighties and fucking and Larry Bird is like the Celtics are kicking ass and you're just soaking it all in. Tickets are seven bucks or whatever. Like you just fuck. It's that would be an amazing time. Well, yeah, whatever job you made, you made three dollars an hour. Okay, so <laughs> don't you undervalue my ability to sell my body at that age? <laughs> Fine, you're at double the minimum wage at six. Well, there's a ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sneak my way in. Uh, would you rather be a backup quarterback, uh, Brian Hoyer ish, or uh, this Axel. is a sports career, or Axel, thank you, or a middle re- reliever, Arthur Rhodes comes to mind, and nobody knows who Arthur Rhodes is, which poses, which is perfect for this question because nobody knows who middle relievers are, but he pitched for 20 years, 900 games, uh, 4.0 ERA, uh, how made however many millions of dollars he did. Backup backup quarterback for a long legit longevity or middle reliever. Backup quarterback. Yeah. Backup QB. I don't have to do shit. I don't have to get hit. You know, hang out with the guys, still be a part of a team. You know, you have that camaraderie and all that bullshit. Yeah, fuck that. Basically a- being a middle reliever is you just sit in like in the summer in like a hot fucking dugout and then have to deal with all these other middle relievers who you sit there and talk to them and hear about their day. Fuck that. Spoken by true non-baseball people. Do you know what you know what middle relievers do? They get drunk, eat whatever the fuck they want, do whatever they want, don't 
work for He's four like, out of seven days yesterday. of the week. I'm not going to pitch for another four days. For so. 20 years. And they collect. He, he pitched a thousand innings, almost what? 1,200 innings? He Fuck pitched that. 900 games. He pitched a thousand innings over 20 years. Do that math. Do that math, Grammar Guru. Or be a backup quarterback and come in only once. Oh, yeah, no, be a backup quarterback and have to contribute and have to partake in all of the training, all of the mini camps, all of the conditioning, all of the weightlifting, all of the uh, uh, film sessions. You have to, then you have to sit behind Tom Brady's pussy that he doesn't want. Bitch, Mac Jones. Go to the Kentucky Derby, going on a private plane. Brian Hoyer's never been to the Kentucky Derby. Oh, I bet he has. Ryan Mallett's never been to the Kentucky Derby. Those guys don't get invited. They're not catching touchdowns. They're you soaking you, up jock sweat. You can go to a bar all day. and say, I I'm a backup quarterback to Tom Brady. Ew, that was gross. Dude, that was gross. That, what was that? That fight video from the Kentucky Derby was nasty. His like, eye was out. It did look like his eye was scooped out. Mm-hmm. And then why did the girl get mad? First, the girl was with the other guy, but then she wanted to fight him. Well, girls are, girls are um, confusing. They are a confusing species. Yucky. Also yucky. Oh, yeah, yucky too. <laughs> uh, all right. Celtics have lost the lead. It's now 63 to 62. Ray, why don't you uh, turn it over to your would you rather? <clears throat> would you rather have half your teeth or half your hair? <laughs> well, I already have half my hair, so I'll go with that. It was actually going to Bobby because you, you don't count. Would I rather have half my teeth or half my hair? So, yeah, then I'll just shave the beard. That's half the hair. I'll keep the teeth. Nope, you have oh, to. always nope. finding a fucking loophole. Yeah, I'd go half hair anyway, so yeah. That's an easy I could one. shave some other hair off my body, so in total, half the hair is gone. Would you rather never get fat from eating ever again or never have to pay for any alcohol again? Oh, never get fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bobby? Well, I can control myself not getting fat, so I just won't pay for the beer. <laughs> Such a cunt. Uh, would you rather watch your dad have sex with a hundred year old man or watch your mom kill someone? (laughs) Sex, easy, easy. Who is she killing? Someone, only who is she killing? What do you mean? (laughs) Only someone, only someone. Okay, so you can pick like an Osama bin Laden, and you know has yeah, all, all of the all of the oh, nation Bobby behind you. Would. Yeah, Bobby would probably go that route. I'd go for that bully back in the day, you know, and say, "Hey, take care of him, mom." Yeah, can my mom kill? <laughs> I watch. Yes, yes, she could. See, speaking of bullies, <laughs> uh, this isn't really. Jesus, a... you have more. One more. You are granted the ability to time travel and visit your past self. You are only you allowed the to fucking speak time traveling, man. ten words to your past self. What year do you go to and what do you say? Easy. Oh, this is 98, way... 98, get hard. <laughs> That's, That's only two words, happened, Which increased all the pressure and then led to the event. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Bobby. Fucking vine over here. Look at that guy. Big brain. Big brain. This is this is too hard to come up with on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly you prepared the oh. answer. No, I saw that. I instantly boom thought of that. <sighs> uh, I'd go back to uh two thousand and five and I would tell myself 
to tell Bobby to tell me to incorporate the card game balls <laughs> so that we could uh, sell it and finally have enough money to do the things we wanted to do. Yeah. Then I would go back after that happened, I'd go back to 2005 and then tell myself to tell Rich to tell me to steal the idea so I get all the money for myself. <laughs> God, this guy's a big brain over here. I I think I would have that I would think of that and I would add a little something in to the previous conversation and go just be careful. <laughs> He's a bit of a dick. He's slimy. <laughs> you got any more? I think that's all of them. Okay. Cool. Oh no 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 no! One oh, more. I I just thought of one off the cusp from in um from the text exchange. Would you rather have to have a baby and have to take care of this baby at age eighteen or eighty? Eighty. Fucking eighty. Yeah. How much money do I have? Who gives a shit? You're eighty. No one expects anything from you. Okay. You can do nothing. You can just pretend to be a baby. Or you can be eighteen and be like, I gotta get milk and cigarettes. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, yeah, but then yeah, now you live the rest of your life with that on your shoulders. At eighty, you don't give a shit. Sure, oh, look how me. bad Bill's aged over the years. Real bad, Real just bad. because of a couple kids that aren't even his. Mm-hmm. Way worse than <laughs> Pussy and Ash. I mean, he was going downhill fast anyway, just from the real terrible lifestyle choices. Well, but it was gonna be uh, like a then he then he like yeah. inherited some kids and got worse. Well, he sold Queen's Landing. What yes. happened? Yep. Yep, karma. Karma. Okay, uh, Simplest Minds of the Week, right after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Ray, this one's for you. Uh, right off the bat, your opening take, the Republic of Dagestan lands on the list for arresting Hezbollah. Uh, go say ahead, the, the floor king, is yours. Say I, the king's I, name right, it's Hezbollah, you son of a bitch. Not Hezbollah. Who is that little dweeb? Hasbula is a internet star. He's he speaks zero English. He has a pet cat. He is very he's Muslim. And refuses to take pictures with women. He is like <laughs> I don't know. He's just a, he's just one of these guys that you just see and you're just like I want to be like him. He's his big fame got into UFC. <laughs> I don't know where. I, I, I want to be like him. I Why do. would you want to be like him? He's very kickable. Oh fuck you. <laughs> so what is is he a little person? Yo, he yeah. has some sort of uh, disease. I don't know what disease is, but he's like 20. Midget? Is he 20? I think he's 20 now. Is it a disease? Is that a disease? Yeah. No, right. I don't know what you're like. What are you skirting around? It's a simple mind sports show. Let's just use words that people understand. He is a little person, aka midget or dwarfism, whatever it is. However, that is defined are you sure at he's this in time. Not just actually in heading. No, but it's just, not dwarfism. It's not. It's Russian. something else. Keep talking. I'm going to find no, out. No, I don't care. Nobody cares. He's very kickable. I don't know why he's uh, popular, uh, but for Ray he's to... fucking assholes like Ray. Yeah, for Ray to uh, aspire to be like him makes all the sense in the world. He has a rare genetic condition. Oh, fine. Whatever. The Republic of Dagestan arrested him for doing burnouts in the street or something and shutting the city down. <laughs> what do you think my wife's first question was when she said, when I told her that Hezbollah got arrested for driving Who, like that. Who's Hezbollah? who's Hezbollah? Nope. She said, how how does he reach the pedals? Oh, see? Mm. See? We're not the only insensitive fucks on the planet. Never mind. Uh, speaking of insensitive fucks, <laughs> the Kentucky Derby killed uh, nine horses. <laughs> so that's a record, pretty sure. 
all in the same weekender, like or on Saturday. Yes, it was all within the training regiment of the Kentucky Derby. Um, three died from injury from training, like they break their legs and then just kill them. Um, and then there was a couple more that were under uh, mysterious deaths. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Uh, that was four. That was four. Yeah. Yeah. That. Like, <laughs> so they're just off in horses. There's got to be a thirty for thirty or some kind of documentary uh, re- revolving around the horse racing trade. Because there Kentucky- is with that guy. There is. There is one. Search is it on Hulu tonight. It's the guy. Uh, he got suspended. I forgot what he was doing. Keep talking. I just. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm a pussy, but. Be, I feel like it would be really hard to kill a horse. You look such majestic beasts. You just looking at that dick? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> you got big dicks. They <laughs> definitely got big dicks. Huge, huge dicks. Okay. Thank you'd be you. putting you'd be doing them a favor. They have a broken leg. They literally can't do anything. Oh, it's yeah, but you're the short. but you're the reason they have a broken leg. Well, that's the problem. How is it your how did you break the leg? By pushing making them too them hard. Run in this it's like race. if I dragged you down and made you run you a half a mile. I'd do it. <laughs> exactly. And then you put like me down either way. You, you, up you were going up and hell you and your exercise. Knee, your knee buckled, and I was like, that's it, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> no. I'm what am I supposed to do? Because I'm trying to cross the street because it's a red light. We're, and it's telling me not to cross I'm going to take some iron shoes and I'm going to clamp them on your foot. And then I'm going to put a saddle on. And then I'm going to take Hezbollah and I'm going to strap him on your chest and make him run around on you. Hezbollah. Ray, next time we're walking down a, a city street and you roll your fucking fat ankles on a on an uneven curve, I'm gonna take a sip of my beer and shoot you in the face and consider you consider yourself lucky <laughs> with your concealed weapon you got from John Morant. <laughs> yeah, it's only happened twice since we've been hanging. I'm gonna out. find Jaws City stash. I, I jumped off the fucking side where the Washington Monument was. I sprained my ankle and sorry. I'm sorry. Bad ankle. Okay, uh, last one. I would just like to put. Robbie already really mentioned Robert De Niro is having a kid at age seventy nine. So, ugh. kudos to I you, what's Robert. More impressive, isn't the woman sixty four? I don't know. I actually didn't dive too deep into. Yeah, it. I didn't care less about the woman. I just cared about Robert. That, that seems impossible. I, yeah. I, I, how is this woman having a child? <laughs> Robert <laughs> Robert De Niro's baby mama. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing tonight. Mama. Grace? Tiffany Chen. Oh, Tiffany Chen. Age? No. Uh oh. This is seventh after 50. I don't know. I don't know. You're saying she's 45 or 46 years old. Okay. Well, even still, well done. Yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. he nailed that skank. God, well, how do you react? You're 79, just like whatever. Just pretend you have dementia. He's literally gonna see that child on holidays only. He's got to pick religion. Who, who's saying that? And probably the non-important holidays. Who's Day, saying that he was in Boxer uh, Day. financial yeah. troubles? Bill. Was that Bill? I didn't know if that was one of you. Can't be trusting. No. All right, boys. Full show there to, uh, tonight. Uh, this is the Civil Mind Sports Show. Friday Rewind, May 12th. 
The Celtics have blown their multi-digit lead. They are now losing going into the fourth quarter. So, um... <laughs> next week on the show, blow it up. <laughs> next week on the show, uh, how to get rid of Joe Mazzula and who to replace him. Exactly. Yeah. See you next week. Bye bye. And why is he coaching in Houston? Bye bye. <laughs> Email will bring him on as his assistant again. Some tits. I got tits. You got tits. We all got tits. Do that. I got something troubling on my mind. I got something troubling on my mind. I got something floating Hello. Hello there. Hey, Hi, how's Bobby. it going? Hi, Bobby. How are we, Richard? Wow, look at that collar. He's the only man drinking Bud Light, though. Hmm. Are you a man if you drink Bud Light? I could give two fucks. I was at the golf course yesterday, and people are still like, in college. People are like, "Oh, you're fucking drinking Bud Light, you traitor!" I'm like, "I don't fucking." I got care. A, I got a very similar situation at a wedding I was at uh, recently, and uh, it was the end of the night. People had been drinking, and yeah. uh, first of all, so at this wedding, there was three beers on tap. One of them was a milk stout. The other one was Gross. shock top, and one of them was Bud Light. Pretty, pretty. You're gonna drink all night. You just go with a Jesus Easy nectar. Beer. Yeah, of course. Towards the end of it, yeah, I got I got kind of some similar shit. So you've been drinking Bud Light, huh? <laughs> uh, what are you? What are you? Some kind of fucking fag? <laughs> like, Jesus, man! Like, first of all, sit down to pee. You're care. a fucking bigot. Second of all, who gives a shit? <laughs> I enjoy. Third of all, what the fuck was Bud Light thinking? What a dumbass goddamn fucking move for them. It was a poor decision in retro. What are you thinking? <laughs> and then they backtracked. I was just having this conversation with uh, with our customer service uh, liaison, amorello 4 at gmail.com. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna uh, do that, then double down on it. Like, and go for the whole trans. Oh, yeah, just keep going yes. with it. Instead, the they colors, like, everything. Do instead it. Instead, they Can't backed think. off. Now everybody hates them. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. Eh, whatever. Well, still this show clearly still stands good behind. To me. I don't care. Yeah, clearly, it, there's like, been it, two resounding pro Bud Light takes right off the bat. <laughs> so I don't know if we can leverage that. Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show, where you know nothing. Nothing really. It takes a lot to you can get all the way in there. We're working <laughs> on the surface level for most things here. Huh. Whatever. We don't. But also, most importantly, we don't do politics on the show. So. Uh, there you go, uh, Raymond. A uh, big event. Let's see. You got the. Uh, it's nice that you have the collar on, so you're signifying an important event. But also, it's short sleeve. So you. you... <laughs> Pit stains I had today. I was in a fucking church. I was hot. I was sweating. They let you in a church. Yeah. Did. You didn't combust. Uh. Uh-uh. Wow. All right, all right. I did. I was like, at one point, I had a fart so bad, like I'm like, and looking around me, I'm like. How far can I like that make guy this fart in go? church? Haven't heard that before. Yeah, I wonder how far I can make this thing rumble. Let's see who looks at me. The, ac- the acoustics in those in those places is Whoa. pretty good. Yeah, 
Pretty, pretty good. Okay. And well, I thought, well, quickly, I thought of Bobby as well at this thing. You were thinking of me and Church? A lot of Indians there. <laughs> <laughs> you had a, a Native American seance in a church? Oh, no, it wasn't Native American. It was the Indians, the one with the... Uh... Oh, I see. Oh, so you're, con- you're confusing and combining. How dare you? Yeah. Got it. So yeah, very. We've gone full simple minds uh, right from the get go on this cold Excellent. open. So why do you say we start the show? Uh, the simple mind sports show, the uh, latest and greatest in New England.